Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You know, research and try to get the free money like if possible. What I lucked out was that I found out there's this legal firm that provide small business free legal service. And I'm raising money and you got to file with SEC and it's securities and it's very complicated. You know, you got to like adhere to compliances and and you gotta have attorney. So, and they are very expensive if you put one on retainer. But because of this entity, I have a pro bono service. That's saving me, I don't even know how much, probably like easily $100,000. Melting Pot, a global podcast series hosted by Pile, connects guests who have inspiring stories and reaches out to a multicultural audience over 52 countries. Guests are diverse, such as celebrities, entrepreneurs, travelers, and many more who've had a turning point in their lives and moved over to a holistic lifestyle. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, social media. Hi, everyone. Today, I am in conversation with Akemi Kozu Tosto. Akemi is founder Act Pictures, and she's the first female filmmaker from Japan to have had an original short film that was distributed by Shorts International, which, as everyone knows, is the official short film distributor of the Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences. Akemi has been involved in over 100 films and TV productions. Wow, over 20 years. <laughs> I think that's since she moved to the US. So she is an independent filmmaker and her journey is very, very fascinating. I got a glimpse of it when I was researching you, Akemi. And of course, <laughs> we've been chatting before we started recording. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so I can't help but start with what really inspired you and motivated you to become a filmmaker? When I was a kid growing up in Tokyo, I was young, probably like an eighth grader. I got this like onset of like really kind of complicated illness. No doctors could diagnose it. I was like having dizzy spell all the time. And then I couldn't go to school. So anyway, I couldn't leave the bed. So like all I could do was like occasionally watch TV and the caught my eyes was Star Wars. Like they show the trailer of Star Wars and I'm like, I've never seen anything like that. It looks so real and it looks so cool. 
So like, you know, as sick as I was, I asked my mom to take me to the theater and wow, that really changed my life. Like it took me away from feeling sick for just two hours and it just took me away to this like, you know, dreamland really. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. You know, I want to like, I want to make people feel better. You know, I didn't know what to do to make a film. Not even, I didn't know exactly what director did back then. Right. <laughs> but I want to go to the country that made this film. And I want to make a film. Wow. I don't know how. But that that was like when, you know, my life started to shift. Like everything was about coming here in this country. And yeah, I haven't stopped since. I got better. <laughs> I mean, I got better, thank God. But like the motivation and the power of, you know, that I got from watching such a powerful film really helped me to get better because I, I was absolutely just like feeling done because I was absolutely just tired. No one knew what was wrong with me. And eventually I started to get better, you know, thanks to Western, not Western, Eastern medicine, like acupuncture and herbs. And, you know, that got me through. But like the main thing was, I think, wanting to get better and come here and make a film. So I guess I owe it to my sickness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Well, there's always a trigger, right? It's unfortunate right. that it's sickness that was your trigger. But hey, look where you are today. So, it's yeah. amazing. How many years ago was this? When did you? Oh, don't, the US? I can't answer that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> okay. Many <laughs> years ago. How was that? <laughs> Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Years are just a number. So, attempt, right. yeah, your first experience in filmmaking. So you moved to the US and mm -hmm. then how did, I mean, you can't just move to another country and start making films. There has to be a process. <laughs> yes. But a little bit, if you could highlight that process. Yeah, it, it was like all kind of scamming my parents really <laughs> <laughs> no actually like what I did was I just went ahead and took a exchange student test without letting my parents know and I passed the test it was a scholarship oh. so that was the first time I came here as an exchange student high school and you know I went back to sort of discuss my future with my parents then they're such a great parents. They let me go to study a little more here. I went to college here two years. Then after that, I just really kind of dove into it in a way in the industry. But I was I was actually a DJ first. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I know it, it was yeah. such a fluke incident, but I was scouted by then well-known DJ from this rock radio station. And that particular program was run by big Japanese media company. Uh -huh. So that's kind of how I started to kind of get into 
you know, behind the camera thing. After the DJ run was done, I just promoted myself to work on the set, like a television shows and stuff. And the producer was really good to me. So, you know, like a lot of help from other people. But that's how I kind of got into the business. TV first, then film. Okay. And what is your first independent film that you yourself directed, produced? Oh, my God. That was like a short film at the film school. (laughs) It was was, was called Box. It was a horror movie. Oh my was... God. <laughs> so was it a short film or it was a short, short film. film okay yeah. okay okay but I I got to watch it on a huge screen because my movie got selected by the class committee I think five out of like I don't know 30 movies or something I got selected and that was it it's like <laughs> watching your own product on a huge screen yeah nothing like it yeah it's just fantastic I can imagine and I think that would have also been more inspiration for you that if you can during film school if you can create this film which when you see on a big screen and Mm -hmm. you have the audience whoever the audience was looking at it and saying wow you get even more excited and motivated to go ahead and start start sort of directing and producing and you know getting into the business even more so I guess that was your your trigger Mm -hmm. yeah correct and then what happened after that after that you know like making films as easy as it sounds, it's not. <laughs> it, it costs a lot of money. So like in order to support my dream, I had to do just, you know, paying job, which was working on the set. So like I kept working on the set and I learned a lot of stuff by working with like big names lot of stars and you know that was great experience that's how i learned physical production meaning that like how how the movie is made really but physical production being it's after the money is raised i didn't know anything about raising money part you know money was already there that's when i came in to manage the the set and the produce the you know commercial or music video or short film or what have you but yeah so like I was expert in physical production then I started really making a film then it became very different <laughs> yeah because then you had to start raising money for your own productions so tell us a little bit about that process what kind of struggles did you have to start with and then what is generally for, for aspiring filmmakers whatever part of the world that they may be in and don't have enough funds and would like to raise money to be able to whether 
whatever genre of film it is, what is firstly, what was your struggle? And secondly, what is the process? Okay, there's really no one process is what I'm finding out. It's like there are a lot of different ways to raise money and I'm still searching. You know, there, there must be ways that I haven't dealt with, you know, that's probably buried somewhere. It's almost like finding the way is half the battle. Right. I sort of like taught myself in a way or by watching other people do it. I, I think that the easiest, well, it's not really easy, but the most common ways to do is friends and family. You know, those are like lucky people because, you know, they have enough to fund your film, you know, but uh, that's how I made my first couple of, you know, short film. It was like really expensive. And of course, friends and families weren't enough. So I don't recommend this to anybody, but like a lot of credit cards. That was, that yeah. was not fun afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> it imagine. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, sometimes like you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta really have money to make a product. It's like it takes money to make money, really. True, and also yeah. if you want to make it well. Oh, that is so <laughs> true. Yeah, that is so cool. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it depends. <laughs> That's where like a genre comes in, I guess. But like for some reason, what I you know think of or create is sort of on the expensive side. We call it <laughs> high concept. It's not like you know talking heads, like a family drama or anything. You know, like a horror movie. I mean, it's not cheap. You know, yeah. but like, you know, something like a Blair Witch Project, which was found footage in a film and like not showing like what's the most scary thing. It, it's kind of like a Jaws. Like you don't see what's the most scary thing in a movie. That is a very clever way to make film mm -hmm. because, you know, that saves a lot of money. But like what I write is is not like that. So like it's usually... <laughs> <laughs> pretty hefty bill attached to it and you know there's a especially like after you kind of graduate the short film phase it, it becomes really real that's what I'm dealing with right now it's almost like a startup it's like opening the company really you gotta you gotta like know the people you gotta get an attorney and everything costs yeah. So like, what can we do? What I found out, the amazing thing was like, knowledge is such a power and like, it saves you so much money. So, you know, research and try to get the free money, like if possible. What I lucked out was that I found out there's this legal firm that provide small business free loss legal service and i'm raising money and you gotta file with sec and it's securities and it's very complicated you know you gotta like adhere to compliances and 
and you gotta have a journey so and they are very expensive if you put mm -hmm. one on retainer but because of this entity i have a pro bono service that's saving me i don't even know how much probably like easily hundred thousand dollars so like when you don't have money it's like you know to find in-kind contribution like you know not the cash but like you know the services for free yeah that's so important yeah so important but of course cash is a king so you know that's that's where everybody's struggle comes in yeah because you have to pay your actors you have to pay your technicians you hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have to pay for the the post-production, which I think is probably, you know, especially if you want quality, then my understanding is that post-production is very, very expensive. Very uh, important. Yeah, and yeah. very important as well. See, luckily, I have a good editor who okay. worked on my film in the past. Okay. So he is such a bargain for me. Yeah, You know, we yeah. already have this like camaraderie and friendship that's in-kind contribution. So like we can save a lot of money right there. Yeah, But like we have to have equity way before that. Yeah, We have to hire actors. We yeah. have to hire like, you know, just like a preparation is yeah. almost more important than a shoot itself. Yeah. When prep so is crowdfunding, perfect. crowdfunding, because, you know, you hear a lot about crowdfunding platforms that have enabled independent filmmakers to get enough money to be able to fund for their films. So is mm -hmm. that something which you also think has a, gives filmmakers an opportunity to raise money? With your I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I I strongly okay. believe so because without uh, crowdfunding, I don't think I could have put this project that I'm working on together. You know, it hasn't been shot yet, but like we are. So, going sorry. Quick this... question: Is this yeah. going to be a feature? Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. It's a huge. It's like a million dollar, million plus, and that's like the biggest I've dealt with like on my own and it's I mean we haven't raised a million just yet yeah. but we have to develop 
the project first, meaning that we need like a key element, like which main part is the actors. Yeah. And you have to bring in some sort of like name actors. Yeah. Or like your movie is like, you know, why are you even making a film? I mean, there are like a lot of people who make film without any actors, but if you want to like actually make it right and make a business out of it, like you have to need good parts. So we have to develop the project and, you know, that costs. So I raised the project development fund using crowdfunding. And that's why I'm still here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to. Yeah, so like crowdfunding is like huge, I think, help if you know how to use it because um, it's really tedious. It's like a 24-7 job mm. by itself. Yeah. I almost don't remember how to direct at this point. <laughs> 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 it's really... It's really time consuming. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I completely understand that. And I, I feel your pain as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 marketing, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So oh. how do you balance creativity and the practicality in filmmaking? Mm. What do you exactly mean by that? Uh, I mean, you know, so actually you may have answered it already a little bit because you know you're talking about like you just mentioned that you probably even have forgotten how to direct because <laughs> it was a joke aspect <laughs> of raising money of you know doing all the the nitty-gritty of the whole process I guess uh -huh. is what I mean by being practical versus mm. being creative because it, it it's one at the end of it it's one product but there are so many different elements that go into it to actually mm. create this one product right so I guess that's what you know that's what I meant with the creativity versus the practicality practicality right it's yeah yeah it's, yeah it's always always sort of like I was all about creativity like <laughs> until until this like a feature film hell <laughs> but like it's such a wonderful you know experience because it's almost like going through business school on my own just like getting all the information from internet or talking to my friends like who you know somewhat done it but like at this level of like what I'm doing right now I don't remember I don't think there are any friends who've been doing what I've been doing meaning that like opening the company production company and raising the money and getting the actors getting the crew it it's quite a bit so like creativity it's always there because it's my project but at the same time I'm always, always thinking about money. I never did that before. Mm -hmm. But like, you really have to have money left to move on to the next step. So like, you know, I would love to hire top agency, like for instance, for marketing and like get my vision out there 
to get more you know funds or feedback or get my project out there but no can't afford it so like we hire sort of like you know they're great too but like they're not experienced in creative stuff they're experienced more in like a tech products and you know stuff so like it's really difficult because I sort of have to handhold them to let them know this is my creation and do you understand where you're going so like money and creativity if you have a lot of money yes you can get like a lot of things in your head out there and be shown but like when you don't it takes much more time and sometimes not everything can be realized so it gets frustrating but try to like see that you know have full glass instead of empty yeah yeah Yeah. so that that's the spirit (laughs) that's what I guess sustains my sanity (laughs) yeah because you still have that vision and you still yeah so what my what I'm hearing from you is that the biggest struggle for you it could possibly be for other independent filmmakers as well is raising money that Mm -hmm. seems to be the bottom line yes Uh, once that has been resolved then the creative process just kicks in the fun part begins yeah (laughs) exactly tell me about technology oh god that's (laughs) that's why i have a big Pretty good director of photography. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really like, you know, I love technology, but I don't do it. Right. And it's such an expensive endeavor, the filmmaking. It's like every minute costs us, right? Right. So I always ask the professional to do that job. That's why, like, there's so many departments in the filmmaking. So like I convey what I want to see and what I want to do. And, uh, you know, my DP, director of photography, can realize that for me. And, you know, I might like tinker saying like, "Mm, that's so cool. How did you do that? And he tells me, I'm like, okay. (laughs) It's like, let me talk to my actors next. (laughs) Yeah, it's really complicated and it's changing. daily yeah no it is completely and if you're not if you're not technologically savvy then it can it it becomes like something daunting daunting. yeah 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 no I I get that yeah do you also conceptualize your ideas as in are you also writing your stories Mm -hmm. You yeah, are. I'm okay. a writer, director, producer. Have you um, ever acted? Have you ever acted? I don't know if I call it acting, <laughs> but Why? You know, there was there was a time I really wanted to watch like super professional director in action. So I took background acting jobs for like about a year. So, you know, I was making small amount of money, but like I was like right there on the set, like watching this top caliber staff work who is like very 
professional like high-end actors that was awesome and you know i got sag card for some <laughs> strange reason so like i couldn't pursue the acting but like nah, i don't like to be in front of the camera today was daunting too <laughs> that must have been yes it must have been but it's interesting to see how you have in order to completely embed yourself in films you have done everything in order to get that wholesome experience and understanding of what it means to be on a film set what it means to be behind the camera in front of the camera what it means to raise money what it means to know who are the correct actors and the whole process you mm -hmm. seem to have gone through the whole gamut of it in your <laughs> in your whatever number of years i'm not going to say 20 again <laughs> 20 something so, years <laughs> yeah which is absolutely so inspiring to hear i think the bottom line is never give up yeah i think so if you have I a dream so. just pursue it whatever it takes make yeah. sure that you are able to lead up to the final product and i think that and how how much ever time it takes how much ever effort it takes but in order to be able to pursue it i think is is what is so inspiring and i hope all those listening and watching will get again motivated and and know that there is someone like a Kami and they <laughs> could also follow their dreams. I mean, from eighth grade in Japan to where you are today, you have to be proud of yourself, Akemi. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. any any anything that you would like to add before we kind of end the interview, which I've absolutely enjoyed this kind of oh, thank you. With you so i guess i don't know like you said never give up it's like you know it's like a gamble like filmmaking you got to go to the table and roll the dice like every time however it might feel useless you know you got to go to the table and roll the dice or you never get a chance and it's hard sometimes because you might keep losing you know but like I think also I try to tell myself this because I don't want to disappoint myself in the end but it's a journey you know at the end no matter what happens I want to say I've done it yeah you know I don't want anyone to regret including myself so like do what you want to do now and you know enjoy the journey and don't the get learning. too serious yeah <laughs> don't get I know, serious absolutely you enjoy the yeah. learning and the you know and and the learning comes as a part of the learning the experience as a part of of the journey so yeah absolutely absolutely i i think um 
your journey has been so amazing. You're still working on it and I'm so tired. And tired. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're um at the crossing line now. So good luck and I'm sure it's going to be an amazing, amazing success. Is this your first feature? Or you've done yes, it is the first feature. So it's it's like yeah. a milestone. It's like a milestone for you, right? It and, is. It you know, is. I think it's going to be amazing. And oh, thank I wish you. you all the very, very best. And thank you. Thanks for your time today. Space. No, you're welcome. I, I really when when your team reached out to me i was like no absolutely i i researched you and i felt like there was so much that you could share with me and and the audience and i'm not disappointed <laughs> oh, i'm so glad thank you again <laughs> thank you thank you you have a wonderful rest of your day or night yeah my team has just begun. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you so much, Akemi. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, too. <laughs> thank thank you. you. Bye-bye. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.